Welcome back to the Nintendo's podcast. This is episode four. I'm your host, Isaac Hayes, and here with me today are three very, very special people. Hayden Adams, Connor, and a new friend, Ashton. We're going to be talking about something very, very special today. That's right. As Of course, like most podcasts that are video game related, in this general uh, time, we're going to be talking about E3 today. We're going to be going into our different hopes and dreams, maybe even our fears. But I think it's going to be a really special episode today because, hey, we have two guests. The house is packed. But also, there's a lot of hype in the room, so everybody's going to get super, super excited and share their thoughts. So let's get started. All right, so since today's a very special episode, uh, we're going to want to get through the news and the what you're playing fairly quickly. We're going to be spending barely any time on the news today because, I mean, there was some stuff, but it's not worth talking about uh, because we got to talk about our E3, our three uh, pipe dreams. Other than that, let's get into what we're playing. Since you are our honored guest, Ashton, Connor, you're an honored guest as well, but you've been in the, the, the community for a while. Uh, so we're going to let Ashton start today with what he's been playing on his Nintendo Switch. Whether it is new or old, we don't care. Just tell us. What have you been playing on your Nintendo Switch this week? Okay, um, so mainly on my Switch, I've for a few months I like didn't play anything other than Fortnite, but I recently kind of fell into Splatoon two again. So that's been like my main game for the past week. And, like I haven't, I haven't really touched Fortnite. I know it's kind of weird since um, my that's one of my favorite games, and like a lot of people that are close to me know that. That's just. I would say Splatoon 2, Fortnite, and then one other game I've been playing a lot. Well, not a lot, but I'd have to say it's like Mario Kart, cause just because me and my brother, and Smash, because me and my little brother like to play that together, too. So you got a, you got all those first-party games ready to go, I see. Oh, yeah. We got a ton of, like, we got Zelda, Mario Rabbids at launch, or not at launch, but when we got our Switch, and then, we, you know, we had Odyssey when we got our Switch, too, and then we got Mario Kart, Splatoon, uh yeah all the all the good nice nice hey um we're gonna give you a little gloat card a brag card if you will tell us what ranks you are on splatoon 2 okay so in um splat zones and rainmaker i'm rank x and in tower control i am s plus i think s plus seven in clan blitz i'm s plus did you hear that connor yep <laughs> how many hours do you have in this game dude uh oh how many hours i have i haven't checked recently but i want to say in splatoon around 720 that's just a rough estimate wow <laughs> that's that's a lot of hours splatoon <laughs> my, my hours in fortnite is even more <laughs> it's really sad to me but dude um, if you didn't know, I mean, maybe I'm just the only one who thinks that this, but I feel like I'm really the only one who plays Splatoon in our community. Everyone else doesn't, doesn't play it as frequently as I do. I mean, like we'll do some salmon run every once in a while and I really enjoy that. But when I like finished one of my first armor pieces, like 
I was super excited, but I don't even like want to imagine what your uh, what your armor's like, like what what your setup is like because you're probably like you've probably scrubbed so many pieces like it doesn't even it's gonna blow our minds. I don't even want to know. I have a ton of pure gear. <sighs> oh boy, have you ever gotten pure gear by chance? Um, actually, in um, you know the snow boots you get when you complete the hero mode. Uh, what's that mean? Oh, the uh, the story mode in Splatoon two. The uh, what is it called? I forgot what it's called, but it's it's the story mode you play. It's the single player. Yeah. If you complete it, you get a special set of gear, and they, it gives you the gear you play as, like the character in the story mode. And so I got that gear. In my boots, it has triple abilities, and I didn't use any like chunks or anything. It just came like that. Wow. Yeah. See, that's that's insane. Uh, I. I actually never beat the campaign. I got to the final boss. And like most games, I just get to the final boss or close to the final boss and I just give up. I don't know why. It's just a trend I have. <laughs> well, dude, that's awesome. So a lot of online games for you, I see. That's really cool. Um, I'm really like, oh, sorry. I'm like really into like shooters and stuff. So I played because back in Splatoon 1, I think I have over 1,500 hours. 1,500 hours. That's insane. Dude, I can I can't anyone who knows me knows that I can't even spend like 100 hours in a game without feeling like I'm just bored to death. I don't know why. Well, that's that's awesome, dude. In fact, I think we'll have to have you on for a separate episode to even go into some of your experience with the game and kind of teach us new players. Uh I call myself a new player even though I've been playing since when the, the first day the first game came out. I just haven't spent clearly as much time as you have with it. So we're going to have to have you on for a separate episode. But for time's sake, I think we're going to move on to Connor. What you been playing today? Or this week, excuse me. I've been playing a lot of Smash Brothers and just recently Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Mission. Explain what that game is because so. most the average Joe would not know what it is. So, Super Dragon Ball Heroes is a game that's a card-battling game, technically. It's actually a Japanese arcade machine in Japan, of course, that every single time the arcade machine is completed, they turn it into a game with a compilation of all the stuff in the arcade machine. And this one actually came to America a couple months ago and is, well, now playable. Wow. So let me ask you this. This week you've played um, Steam World Dig, right? And you beat it? Yes, sir. And you also played the the card Dragon Ball game. So yes. are you going to unite those two things and play Steam World Quest, the card RPG? As soon as it goes on sale and I have the money for it, I definitely will. Or even if it doesn't go on sale, I probably will. Nice. Yeah, that game looks awesome, and I've heard great things about it. Um, and, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to give it a try. And uh, you going to step into some war groove after this and play with us, like you, you mentioned earlier? We're going to totally do that, right? Yep. So add war, add war groove to that all list. The viewers, all the viewers should definitely know that... Uh, I'm not that overpowered <laughs> as I'm made out to be. <laughs> Are you referring to the, the previous episode? Uh, I don't remember if it was the previous episode. I believe it was the first episode. 
Oh, I meant a previous episode. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we refer to Connor, that's who we're referring to. You may see him in the discord as Sanic. That that's, that's his username currently. Um, before we get to Hayden, I wanted to, since we mentioned it, Wargroove, that's actually a game I've been playing as well. I have been enjoying it a lot. And which is really funny because I waited so long to start Warframe. And I've been enjoying that as well. Again, I went into a deep dive of it last week. We don't have to talk about it. But ironically, I've kind of put Warframe down for a little bit and started playing Wargroove again and been just having an awesome time because I've stepped into the um the creator side thing and been trying to make some maps and then i've started downloading uh campaigns and maps that other people have made on the internet and it's just it's awesome i definitely know that i prefer just do it using maps and campaigns other people have created because i'm i'm not a very creative person in video game uh creation excuse me so Things like Mario Maker 2 and like the building stages on uh, on Smash Bros. are not as appealing to me because I am just not as creative in those type of aspects. So I just am definitely more of a consumer when it comes to these things. So even then, if you're not a very creative person like me, Wargroove is still awesome because even after you've done all you can in the main campaign that and the arcade mode and everything, you can go download entirely new campaigns that are actually very well made and just have a great time, which is what I've been doing. So I started off on a new campaign this week that I downloaded uh, off the internet. So that's what I've been doing. I also have been playing some Smash Bros. I basically got really raged at it this week because all of my online standing got knocked down out of quick play very, very, very low this week. So I've been frustrated about that so i'm going to take a break from that and get back to my classic mode grind of completing it with every character uh so yeah that's what i've been playing this week what about you hayden uh mainly i made plan playing a lot of tetris 99 of course love that i love it i just love the variety i love the variety sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but i love how even though we have like these separate games that we we go after me and you just both have these these same games that we're clinging to and just continuing to love. And I, I don't know. It just makes me happy. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Uh, yeah, mainly uh, on my Switch, I've just been playing Tetris 99 a lot. Uh, I really want to start, and I've like started a little bit this week, to start clearing out my backlog soon is donkey kong tropical freeze because i'm on the last boss i'm on the final boss of the game and i kind of rage quit and never came back sounds like and me and like, <laughs> it's it's one of those games i want to be and i'm on the very last mission so it would take like 10 minutes probably but i just haven't gone back and done it was the boss like hard that. it's really hard <laughs> <laughs> uh... at least i'm not good at it at least i'm not a great person yeah yeah that's pretty much it this week kicking the backlog i see awesome all right guys that's some good what you play and let's jump into the news very 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 briefly the main thing that we are going to discuss is you can get you, you guessed it. It's the Pokemon Direct coming on May 5th. Who is excited for Pokemon? You can't really raise your hand. You can kind of just speak. Let me go ahead and uh, correct you there. You said May 5th. 
Oh, sorry, June fifth. I I'm a, I'm a I'm a goofer. <laughs> anybody anybody yeah, excited solid. about this at all? Anybody? Very very excited. For me personally, I haven't really been like excited as much because like of course I'm gonna watch it because I enjoy Pokemon because like I recently borrowed Pokemon Let's Go Eevee from a neighbor, so I'm I'm kind of trying to get back into it because I dropped it a few years ago, and so I kind of forgot like how to play everything, but more so. How, like I'm waiting to see what's in it before I get my hopes up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair enough. I definitely, I would definitely say that's smart. Um, for me, I never really played any Pokemon games, so I'm not excited at all, unfortunately. Uh, but I mean, I know there are definitely people that are super excited for it because I mean clearly that's like a super high selling franchise and Nintendo really cashes in on that, the revenue and all the products and everything like that. So I know that it's going to be really big for a lot of people, but for me, I'm just not, I'm not as excited because I just never really gotten into the games before. And I would, I would rather spend $60 on the games that I do know, like Luigi's mansion and that kind of thing. So I'm more excited for those games, but I know there are plenty of people that are super excited for Pokemon, and I am very excited for them. And it's a Nintendo Direct, so of course I will watch it. And uh, also, there is one other news piece, and that's that Unity is supporting game creation for Nintendo Labo, Labo Toy-Con Kit 4, which is the VR kit. So, that's very interesting to see. I, that's completely unexpected. Looks like this article we have is in Japanese, so I cannot read it to you. But there you go. All right, now it's time for our talking point. We're going to be discussing our hopes for E3. Whew, I'm, I'm getting a little bit nervous, to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to go first. Um, mine are pretty insane. Now, everybody's going to say this. We got Mario Maker 2 Direct. We got a Pokemon Direct. We got two of them, actually. One, one new one coming, so two. That, that means that we probably won't see a whole lot of that at E3, which I'm okay with because there are other games that I would like to hear from. Now, we got a, a segment of the Direct that also covered Fire Emblem, so that means that game is kind of going to be not as spoken for and at E3. Um, I think that we will definitely see a lot of Luigi's Mansion, which I'm super excited for because you guys know that I like, I'm, I'm excited for this new Luigi's Mansion. I think it's going to be awesome. In fact, I actually, I should have said this during What You Playing, but I went back and was going to try to beat Luigi's Mansion 2 for 3DS this week. I'm that excited because I got to the final boss of that game and gave up, of course. So I'm that just shows how much I'm excited. I actually broke out my 3DS and started playing it again this week, um, which would not normally happen. So Luigi's Mansion, I want to hear everything about it. Uh, I want to get a date hopefully halloween area because i want to be spending my october playing that game um uh, a lot of people are concerned about this game because if you didn't know the first game was very uh very wide open there was only one mansion it wasn't level based it was just and it was shorter that's how it was that was the format the second game was all level based. It was very linear, but it was longer. Now, I wasn't 
I never really grew up with the first one, so I don't have as much nostalgia for it as I do for the second one, which I grew up playing with my brother. And so, personally, I do not have a preference. In fact, I would be okay if they kind of do a mix of both. Now, I don't mind. I like. I actually like the different mansions having because the second one had five mansions. The first one only had one. I don't think that there's going to be five mansions in this one, judging from the uh, little bit of footage we have had from the game, but I would be okay with there being multiple mansions. Now, for this game, I would also very, very, very much want a multiplayer function because Nintendo wants to sell their online to everybody so they can really, really push this game, even though it doesn't really seem like a very online heavy game they can really push it because the multiplayer function in the 3ds was so much fun in fact that was the main reason i really liked that game having three luigi's man not excuse me having three luigi's running around a mansion is just awesome and doing objectives and having a certain time limit and raging at the game or being super excited when you finally beat the floor you were on and that kind of thing it was just a super awesome time and i really really want that for this new one I would I would I would do a, pretty much do a backflip. Second, I want more info on Astral Chain because they really have not given us much info on it and it's already listed on the eShop and it's got pictures and everything. In fact, it doesn't even have a rating. Like it's a it's a platinum game so I'm going to assume it's rated M, but uh it's not even a rating for it. So we barely have any information. We have one trailer I guess we do have a solid release date, which is weird because they haven't really given us much information for the game. Now, I do... This is weird. I'm not a huge fan of the way that it looks. It looks very weird to me. It's like a grittier anime style. Uh, I much prefer the way that Xenoblade 2 looks. Um, But the fact that there's monsters and you're running around a city... That just really intrigues me. The fact that you're, it's police-centered it intrigues me. And I do really, really like uh, how it's multiplayer. If you look on the eShop, it says locally one to two player couch co-op, which I'm excited to see how that goes. Which makes me feel like it's not like a super story-driven game like Xenoblade. Like there is a campaign, but there's also some other functionality to it. So that's kind of cool. Now... I'm going to do a pipe dream, which is kind of the format we can go for. We can go for just our general and what we want, and then our final thing be like something that's definitely not going to happen. <sighs> you can hate me. You can say it's an unbalanced, unbalanced, toxic piece of garbage, but you know what I want on the Switch, and that's Overwatch. I would probably cry if Overwatch was on the Switch because, uh, for those who didn't know, I, I sold my Xbox last year Uh to pay for the rent no no not to pay for the rent to pay pay for some other stuff but i sold my xbox and uh i would really 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 want overwatch to come to the switch because i mean we have paladins uh but i just don't i just don't know i don't know if overwatch could come to the switch uh it would definitely fill a gap on the switch especially in my library because I feel like even though I've got Warframe, blah, 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 there's just this team shooter thing that I'm really looking for, really looking for on the Switch. And even though Paladins is there, I just, Switch would just be, Switch would just be so much better. So, 
I mean, sorry, Overwatch would just be so much better on the Switch than Paladins is on the Switch. So I got distracted because everyone else, the people that are, are on the podcast right now are typing in the chat. You guys can talk, you know. I mean, it's, you can you can say what you want to say. Go ahead, Connor. Say what you typed in the in the chat. Oh, sorry. Um, Overwatch would definitely be worth it on the Switch. I, of course, it's not going to be possible to play it on the go or anything like that, which is one of the features of the Switch. But we have Paladins on the Switch, so it's very similar to that. I definitely think they would work really well. My only problem with Overwatch in general is just that the game continuously gets updates and then they balance stuff and patch stuff and then wherever they try and balance stuff, instead of actually balancing anything, they more of just mess everything up with the balancing issues and then everything just gets unbalanced. Changes the meta completely, continuously, which for competitive play is really good because it means that all the competitive players have to switch their metas and different metas won't work, but it messes with all the more casual gamers for the game, which causes a lot of people to not want to play it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with you. Uh, so yeah, it's got its issues, but, but I mean, come on, we all want it. Uh, there's some question. Like I remember talking to a GameStop employee back when the switch first launched. And I was saying this, even back then I was saying, I want Overwatch on the Switch. And uh, he was telling me that this, somebody tried to run it on the Switch, blah, 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 and it just froze up the Switch. I mean, I didn't believe him at the time. I still don't. But there's some questions on whether or not it could run on the Switch. But seeing some of the ports that they've done for similar games, I don't really think that's a question because they can just tone it down a bit. Uh, so I think it's possible we could get it on the switch and even then the whole portability factor i mean i played warframe up on my trip two weeks ago on my hotspot on my phone so if if you are going on a car trip there are things like hotspots that you can connect to to play games on the go so even then even then the portability factor of the switch is still good for overwatch because what if you're just sitting in your bed and you don't feel like going over to your tv or your, your desk to play the game you just want to sit in your bed and relax so there's there's some de there's definitely some the whole idea of the switch could play in its favor uh to make up for its limitations uh so yeah that's my one big thing that i know probably will not happen but i really wish it would and if it would i would like i said i would probably cry because i would be super excited for that and uh anyways uh that all your thoughts on what I have to say? Anybody else want to comment on what I had to say? Or like, also you may not own an Xbox or PS4 or a PC, well Xbox One, but yeah. Yeah, like me now because I'm a strictly Nintendo guy now. <sighs> it's a weird life. <laughs> all right, Hayden, you're up. Well, uh, mainly my E3 hopes and dreams are uh, somewhere for Smash from Square Enix. I want them to be announcing that. I mean, it could come from Nintendo. I don't know. They might do like a little joint segment. Cool. Um, where they could announce that. And also, I want Kingdom Hearts story so far on Switch. Very well. And get some of my favorite games ever onto the Switch where I can take them anywhere instead of being 
lock to the TV always, you know. That would really work too with all the stuff that they're doing with Square Enix already right now. I think they've got a good relationship going. I mean, they have for a long time since they've had games on like the 3DS and DS systems and all of them and Game Boy Advance. So besides that, going to main Nintendo, some more Smash stuff like I don't know if they're going to do a 4.0 update or something with a new character. Nice. Uh, I think uh, other than that, with it, with the Pokemon and the Mario Maker Direct that's already happened, came from them. So, oh, like on those games specifically. Probably getting more Animal Crossing, Luigi's Mansion, maybe Link's Awakening about Link's Awakening since it is a Game Boy game. Going to show much more. It it'd be nice, but I think I think it'd be better saving that time for other people. I mean not other people, other games. And uh Overwatch, Astral Chain, of course. Announced in uh, I don't know if we'll be getting Fire Emblem. I just do a direct closer to it. Nice too. Well, they did do the um, they did do the segment of the direct that one time that did so much of Fire Emblem. I think it's pretty much covered. Yeah. 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 True. Um. Uh, All right. I think that's about maybe the Tetris 99 second DLC. That'd be really nice, too. And also, I'm really wanting, even with how many games we have right now, maybe just an announcement trailer for a new Nintendo IP. Amazing. Oh, yes. That'd be awesome. Okay. So, my hopes and dreams for E3 is that, well, Two of the things are the same as everyone, which is going to be Animal Crossing and Luigi's Mansion, which I've never played an Animal Crossing game or a Luigi's Mansion game, so I'm definitely excited to get into it, see more on it. And a couple other things that I would love to see is I would love to see some more indie stuff being shown off, and I would love to see more info on Cadence of Hyrule, which was something that was revealed and direct a while back, but uh, they never actually put a release date other than it was just supposed to come out in summer and they didn't really show much of what how the game plays other than just gameplay itself. Then the other things I would really love to see is I would love to see them announced for another Monster Hunter game for the Switch, even though they just recently showed off Iceborne. I would love to see another main series i guess monster in a game for the switch oh you're you're making me uh you're making me scared yep <laughs> another thing i would like them to do is i would love them to 
maybe finally show off Persona 5 for Switch, but it may never happen. It probably will never happen. And we can at least see some gameplay of Persona 5 Strikers, though. That's true. That's so. true. Or was that what it was called? Yep, Persona 5 Strikers. Similar to Mario Strikers, just it's a Warriors game. Which all the Warrior games that I've played are really good. So if it's the same team handling it, I think that they'll do fine. And they probably will include characters from across the whole Persona series rather than just Persona 5. Because there's not many Persona 5 characters. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If they don't, that'd be weird. Yeah, I just keep calling it Persona 5 Warriors. That's what it's always going to be known as to me. I mean, that's probably what it's going to be called by the community. Uh, I just thought it was called something else. I don't. I thought it was not Strikers. For some reason. Uh, maybe you I'm called right. it Scrappers in the previous Scramble. Podcast, I, I thought it was Scramble. Scramble. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what you called it in the previous direct. I'm pretty sure though it's Strikers. I kind of thought it was Scramble too. Yeah. I'm gonna look but, it up. Uh, someone's got to look it up. We got to know. He got to break oh up boy. this heated debate uh, right here. <laughs> give me a second. I go ahead and look it up. Do 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 It's Persona Five Strikers. Wow. But then it's it's also Scramble. What? Yeah. It's Persona Five Scramble. It's Persona Five Scramble colon the Phantom Strikers. That's. <laughs> so technically I was right. Well, I guess let's uh <laughs> so for some more news on Persona five strikers slash scrambles. Persona five scrambled eggs. Phantom strikers. <laughs> uh there are two things that I would love to see. These two are things that are not have not been announced and they are stuff that I'm very hopeful for and that is Xenoblade Chronicles 3 or Xenoblade Chronicles X for Switch would also be great and also Bravely Third or just the third game in the Bravely Default series oh true I didn't even think about that the developer of the Bravely Default series actually made uh, I'm pretty sure they made the Octopath Traveler and They've done tons of different artworks of different things, showing off both of the characters colliding with each other, or even just characters of Bravely Default holding switches or playing a switch. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like I've that. I've heard about all that stuff. So it's either we'll end up getting Bravely Default, Bravely Second on the Switch, or we'll end up getting the third game in the series, and that would be awesome. Especially if they link it into Smash Brothers, in which case the Brave leak would actually be bravely default rather than brave some random person that's from Dragon Quest, which has nothing to do with Yusha. And I have no idea why in the world people translate Yusha as brave whenever it translates to hero. So you're but, going into all this this thing. This is, but all that's still rumor rumor mill. So when even yeah, then. dude, your my your predictions. Hopes Sorry, go ahead. My different hopes for Smash are top two is going to be Sora and a Bravely Default character because I've literally 
Isaac can vouch. I said before Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was announced, before even Super Smash Bros. Switch for was announced, I had said that uh, I would love to have Bravely Default as a character where it would include all four of the main protagonists, and they would all be exactly the same because they are all exactly the same in the game as well. Yeah. Yes, it's true. So that is my hopes for E3. Dude, I totally forgot about Smash Bros. characters should be announced. Do you think it'll be one or two? That's the big debate. I think it's going to be two. I think it's going to be one for release and then one for later on to release. Yeah. Or even both. Two day ones. Or two uh, day and date. Sorry. Or two, whatever it's called. Two, it's released right now things. Two shadow drops. Yeah, shadow drop. That's what it's called. That'd be insane. And, dude, you just said, like, if Overwatch, a new Monster Hunter, and Xenoblade Chronicles 2, or X2, was or announced. Three. Well, or X2. Yeah, X2 would be awesome. I would literally, because there's already enough games for me to play this year, I would just fall into pieces because there would be so much for me to play, and I would probably just have to freeze time so I could play everything. Anyways, those are some awesome predictions. I have to admit, that's gonna be that. If all those came true, I would have a packed year, or a packed two next two years. So, yeah. Just gonna post those in the chat. Nice, nice. Yeah, I definitely agree with a lot of those. I would love those. And more Smash characters. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. I don't really have a personal opinion because I don't think we're gonna get a Monster Hunter character and. In Smash Bros. And if we were to have gotten Rex from Xenoblade 2, it would have already happened by now, I think. But I'm still holding out for that. Anyways, uh, Ashen, you're up. Okay, so I don't know if this really counts as like a game release thing over hope, but every time um, E3 goes on this Splatoon 2 World Championships, those things for me, since I've always been a very... I've always liked playing competitive Splatoon, so it's always good to watch and... It helps me learn stuff and get better, but also it's just for me it's entertaining. I just I just love to see all that action go down and then one team go home with the trophy. Oh yeah. But for me, it's like what other people said. I'd they're new series, but I'd love to give, you know, Luigi's Mansion three and like the new Animal Crossing for Switch, I'd love to give those a try and see if maybe I'm into them. I it's nothing like I'm too hype for, but it's something I'm willing to buy and give a shot and may, who knows maybe i'll become the next animal crossing fan or whatever or luigi's mansion but i some things i would re- really hope my hopes are more third parties than anything just because i think we already have those all stable first party with the releases like we have the mario kart we have smash you know all that so i'm really hoping that big third parties get into it like bethesda with fallout or rockstar games with grand theft auto or Call of Duty, or whatever, just those big third-party developers. I hope they really invest in the Nintendo Switch and start pumping out more of their games to it. Yeah, I definitely agree. And like you guys said, Overwatch, that's always been one of my things that I've always wanted to see come to the platform, especially because Paladins, I've played both games, and Paladins, for me, is very similar, so I don't see why Overwatch couldn't run if Paladins can. But... One of my things that I I don't know if will come or not is 
one the thing I just announced, you know, the big party, big third parties, but and also one of those things is Fortnite Save the World since it's it's more geared towards you know casuals, and it's it's a lot of fun because I've played it myself, so I'd love to see it go to that platform as well. A big fear of mine is that we're going to see a lot of games that are really kiddy, like Yoshi's Crafted World, or Yoshi's you like the yarn game for Yoshi. I fear I, that's one of my fears is we're going to see a lot of those games instead of the games we really want to see, and it's going to just be disappointing. Like from, in general, up for Nintendo for the rest of the console cycle for the console life cycle or this year. No, just for just for E three in general. That's one of my fears is that it's going to be kind of a disappointing E three where we don't really get much. Well, I set your set your expectations to be that. That way, you won't be disappointed if they're not like that, because I kind of set my expectations too high. Uh, and was a little bit disappointed last year. Um, but I mean, we got things like Paladins. We got drop news on Damon X Machina for the first time, and we got a lot of Smash news. So even if they're, <laughs> even if Nintendo puts their kitty foot forward, uh, we'll still get some stuff either way. But yeah, just yeah. try to set your expectations off of that, uh, so that way you're not disappointed. And even then, even if, you know, those big third parties don't come out, I'd still be happy with news from, you know, Luigi's Mansion or Animal Crossing. Those would still make me really happy. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that that pretty much wraps up our hopes and dreams for E3. We are running a little bit longer than I had thought we would. That is okay, though. That is okay. We're back with Ultimate Fast Food Face-Off. Today in the arena of food consumption is two of the most hottest Tex-Mex garbage taco, well, to the authentic people, Mexican restaurants Taco Bell versus our assembly line friend, Moe's. To start us off, Hayden, you are a strong, passionate person for one of these restaurants. So tell us your thoughts on both of these these guys right here. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Moe's, I haven't been too many times, mainly because I'm not much of a fan. Like, they're all right. I like how they have the different sauces in there. I think that's really cool. Um, their queso dip is always really good. And Taco Bell, I think, is one of the greatest restaurants ever made. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, honestly, just... They, to me, they, like, at least fast food, at least, at least. Um, fast food places, in my opinion, I think they just have, like, great variety. And, like, especially, well, I say they have a lot of variety, but I really order one thing every time. That's the cheesy <laughs> Gordia Crunch. Like, occasionally I'll, I'll change it up. And, like, every time they get a new, like, special item on the $5 box, I'll try to get that. But really, the five, uh, I mean, the cheesy gordita crunch is where it's at. It's just so amazing. One day we're like, all going to get together and go to Taco Bell. I would love that. That'd be amazing. Community Taco Great. Bell. Uh, and I'll play like Wargroove in the lobby. Yeah. And you guys, I, you guys don't know this, but all three of you, besides me, live within a similar, I mean, just a sim, in a similar place. So. There you go. Now you know. 
Well, mo some of you guys knew that. Okay, never mind. Beside the point. So, yes, you have your strong passion for Taco Bell, I see. And, um, Connor, I think you feel the same way. So, why don't you go ahead and say your opinion? So, I've actually never been to Moe's, so I can't say anything on that, <laughs> sadly. Because <laughs> there's not a Moe's near me, so I've never even been there. I don't even know what they serve until just now where you said it was a taco place. It's like Subway, but Mexican. Yeah, it's an assembly line type thing. Huh. We'll have to try that sometime. It's expensive. But I also think that uh, Taco Bell is the best restaurant in the planet. I have had it four times in the past week, and I literally <laughs> had it today. So it's... Well, you're on a road I trip, mean, so that makes sense. Yeah. It's one of those places where it's easy to eat yeah. Taco Bell four times in a week. Because, like... You can get something every like different every day, and it always tastes amazing. And they're just, it's they're perfect. And plus, you could yeah. literally spend like you could honestly go there and get one taco off the dollar menu and be filled up. Let's be real, like depending on which one you got, because you can play a dollar for a burrito. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty filling. Yeah, exactly. That's what we used to do. In fact, because we go to church an hour away from our house, we just go to Taco Bell and get one burrito and. That's it, each. Just one burrito each, and it would tie us over for, for lunch. So so you've never eaten at Moe's. Favorite thing? <sighs> That's sad, dude. Never eat. Never eat. Never eat. Okay, let me tell you. That. I'll go go ahead. Connor, did you have anything else to say on that? I was just going to say that, uh, one, I live less than five minutes from a Taco Bell KFC, so I have both of those restaurants just right next to me. Oh, you're so lucky. So, I like both those places. It's amazing. Oh boy! And also, too, best thing about Taco Bell is also they constantly are changing their deals. And while sometimes the deals aren't as good as the previous one, most of the time all of them are going to be amazing, nonetheless. Which it can also be sad, like because you might find a box that you really like, and then it just goes away. Yes. Oh yeah. Gosh, I hate that so much. <laughs> they need to have a specific menu for it, like how they have the tea. Well, not tea. Like, if you go to Taco Bell KFC, they have, like, a T5, T4, etc. They should have a natural, like, box menu just for the specialty stuff. Or, like, that have... That gets the most votes. Have, like, a specific, like, only a few Taco Bell-specific restaurants in the country that are bigger and, like, have every box in the entire universe. See, I would drive miles. <laughs> miles. <laughs> I would walk miles. <laughs> With most of them, too, it seems like... Besides stuff like maybe the nacho fries, that most of the ingredients they use are stuff that is in their regular stuff. So they have they can make it if they wanted to. Yeah. Have it on the menu, and like there's so many items that I've like loved whenever they have it in there, and then they take it away, and I just, I can't get it anymore. It's yeah. so sad. It is sad, but sometimes they come back, and that's yeah. whenever you get. I remember when my friend first told me that the nacho fry box was back because that was kind of our. Our inside joke, nacho fry box. Let's go get a nacho fry box. And we do it, but it was just kind of like one of our jokes. And he just was like, it's back. And I was like, ha ha, good one. And then he was like, no, it's actually back. And then we celebrated and went and got one. And I'm going to go on to me, though. So for me, Taco Bell is, is just one of those one of those places. It's just the place that we go. Like, that's just the – not only is it cheap food and, like, still taste good and you're great for your val like just super val valuable for what you pay for but it's also just the place it's the place to go to hang out 
I don't know why, but whenever I call up some friends, like when we, I just say, let's, let's meet up at Taco Bell. And in fact, another inside joke with, with Matthew, who was on uh, two shows ago, he'll, uh, he'll just text me Taco Bell with a question mark. And then I'll just respond back Taco Bell. That's just one of our things that we do. He just says Taco Bell. And I just go Taco Bell. And then we go. That's just our place. Now, I, amazing. I will say I'm the opposite of Connor. I went to Moe's today. It's a shame on me. But it was very enjoyable. I love Moe's. Uh, so it's very, it's, this is, I think out of everyone in here, we haven't heard Ashton's opinion yet, but it's very, it's a very hard one for me because I do like Moe's. I, I have some, some good memories there too, like going and getting free queso on free queso day and just having a good time and it's a, it's a, it's a hard one for me because their food's good too, but it's a lot more expensive. Uh, so that's, those are probably my thoughts. Taco Bell is just, it's that place. Just go there. Anyways, Ashton, I have a gut feeling that you hate Taco Bell. So let's hear your opinion. <laughs> um, well, like same thing as Connor. I've never been to no most. So I can only say it, but unfortunately your gut feeling is wrong. Although like, I'll say I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Mexican food. It's not that I don't hate Taco Bell because there's certain items there that I do like because I like the Dorito taco and just sometimes I'm feeling plain. I'll just get me, you know, a soft taco with, like, you know, basic stuff in it. But every time, because we have a KFC and Taco Bell right next to me, it's it's bunched up together. And every time I go there, you know, they rarely get my little wrong. Food's great. Service is fast. And it's just a very enjoyable experience for me. So I can't really say which one I like because even though there's a Moe's really but quite close to me as well I've never been there so nice dude well I think I think I think it's settled alright on the count of three we're all gonna say what restaurant we think we should win alright is everybody ready one two three Taco Bell Taco Bell Taco Bell Taco Bell. <laughs> All right, so Taco Bell wins, moves on. Moe's bites the dust. Sorry, Moe's. You're special, but you're not special enough. All right. Thing is more special than Taco Bell. <laughs> I have a feeling I know what's going to win this bracket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode of Nintendo Bros. Let's do the plugs before I forget. Ashen, we're going to let you go first because you have something very special to tell us. So, the thing I wanted to talk about is, I'm sure the three of you noticed the cloud in my name. And it's basically a group I started way back in April. Well, not way back, but recently back in April. And it used to be, you know, me and a couple of friends, and we were just fooling around. And then we kind of wanted to expand. And so we just uh, picked up some more people, like, and we are just having a we're all about, you know, having a great time and I'm working behind the scenes, you know, trying to get more into competitive for, you know, whoever's into that kind of thing like I am. But for most part, we're just a family. We support each other and we have fun. And it's just a really cool place. And I think you, Isaac, I think you're in it too. So you could, you could say something as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really cool to be able to join there. Um, my friend that I met through study hall invited me and I've gotten no Ashton over the past uh, week, week and a half, or I don't know, it's been it's been a little bit of time since he invited me, so I've gotten to gotten to know him, and I mean, we've been talking a lot, especially in the DMs, but it's been a, it's been a good time to uh, time of 
a fun and some some getting to vent on some stuff and just talk about games and be blown away that he that Ashton and uh, one of the other people in there is so high level and Splatoon and feeling like a complete noob. So it's been really fun and I've I've enjoyed my time in there. So yeah, if uh, you're you're totally down for for getting invites for people, right? Yeah. Um. If anyone, if like if you're a listener or whatever, and if you're willing to join, um, I don't really know, like where you could contact me other than my. I'm oh, sorry, my dog walked in. <laughs> All but, good. Um, All good. My Twitter is a um Ashton exe, which is just Ashton and then exe, no spaces, no nothing. But um, if you you can hit me a post there, or you can just tell one of the leaders of this po- or the podcast, and yeah, if you're will- anyone's willing to join, if you're casual or competitive, it's a great place to be, and we're trying to expand and grow as much as we can. And if you even if you don't play Fortnite or Splatoon, we'd still love to have you as part of our family. Yeah, sure, that's awesome, dude. And yeah, like like you said, if you need an invite, then you can just come to me if you're in our server, and I'll I'll get you an invite if you're interested. So. Yeah, definitely do that. Uh, and so you plugged your Twitter. Anything else you want to plug? Well, I plugged my Twitter, which is, again, it's Ashton EXE. So if, you know, you want to join and you can't go to the podcast host, you can, if you can't DM me, just send me a tweet and I'll reply to you as fast as I can. Cool. And Connor, you're in the Discord. You don't really want to plug anything, do you? I do not have anything to plug in, so <laughs> Connor is just a, a good old good old friend I've known for a long time, so he just hangs out with us. And Hayden, you're on the podcast, so you probably don't want to have anything to plug other than the the Instagram, because you know all that stuff. Um, I am on Instagram at uh Haylord underscore. That's all it is. The podcast Instagram, which is Nintendo's Podcasts cast no spaces or anything sweet 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 all right i think that's gonna do it for this episode (sighs) anyways let's get out of here really quickly um i've been your host isaac hayes and we appreciate you uh listening to the show thank you and like i always say i don't know why have a great day